You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Uh, welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. You know, one of the things that I you know, want to kind of throw out there and really, you know, kind of put into our, uh, you know, into the you know atmosphere here on NFT 365 is that I just I appreciate each and every one of you. You know, I am a, a full time keynote speaker. I I like to say like I I struggled as a creator trying to find. Really, I struggled trying to figure out what did I want to be when I grew up and like what was my my job, my profession, how was I going to make this whole thing work? And I'll just say like for me, part of the equation, part of the conversation was really like, you know, I didn't like fit in. I was more of like the misfit. I I am proudly multi-hyphenated, multi-passionate where I have lots of interests. You know, it plays into my ADHD and my neurodiversity while at the same time, you know, the thing that I've always valued and the thing that I've treasured is when, you know, people give me, you know, their time and attention. And so when someone says like, Brian, how do you, you know, not get nervous or, you know, deliver even if there's only 10 people in the audience or there's 30,000 people in the audience? And my answer is pretty simple. Like I, I value more than anything else, people's most valuable, you know, possession, which is time because no money, uh, nothing in the world will give us back, you know, our time, and and so I appreciate each uh, and every one of you that are uh, that listen to the podcast, that share it, those that have left reviews on on iTunes. Even if you don't listen to every episode, you you, you pop in uh, here and there. Uh, you know, I just want to say thank you first off, and just kind of put that out. And you know, we are definitely going on a journey. And uh, Allison, uh, our head of community here with the podcast, you know, she was. Uh, you know, we were having a conversation. She was like, you know what, Brian, it's been, you know, interesting kind of listening and kind of going on this journey with you with the podcast because we we get to see kind of like the entire ebbs and flows, uh, you know, when you're passionate, when you're fired up, when you're, you know, not, not doing so well, maybe when you're, you're disappointed in the NFT space, maybe when you're slightly jaded, maybe when you're, you know, you know, passionate, maybe when you're kind of stuck in a rut. And then she said, well, you know, it's probably just kind of, you know, it's probably also just like the the ride of Web3. And I mean, I think, she, I mean, I know she's right. And uh, and the beauty is, you know, that, you know, she's done an amazing job with our community and, and so many other of our moderators and those that have really just um, stepped up and, and went from, you know, listeners and fans to uh, supporters to, you know, advocates to allies to now on our team and you definitely have to give a big shout out to all of our members, uh, you know, all of our uh, community moderators, everyone on the team that is supporting, of course, um, the team as well for, you know, you know those on uh, the mile 62 uh, side of the house. And, and, you know, we are, we're doing a podcast episode every single day. We're doing uh, a video every single day. For those that don't know, 
Uh, I record these on uh, on video, so you can watch them on YouTube if you'd prefer. Um, we also are like editing that video to put it on TikTok and Instagram. We have a blog post that goes up uh, every single day up onto our, our website uh, by Kevin, and we have uh, educational content, a lot of the content uh, ebooks that we're writing uh, by Josh and the team, and we have a thriving Discord, and we've launched uh, multiple NFTs. We've done the Proof of Podcast we, you know, we've, it's, just, it's been a, a wild ride, right? And um, when we came up with this idea in November, there's no way that we would have factored in all of these moving parts and all of the, you know, the different aspects. But for those, you know, like I get introduced as a uh, digital futurist, right? Like that's what uh, I get introduced, uh, you know, right now. And it kind of fits perfectly because for me, you know, a digital futurist, really what that means is, you know, I help people understand kind of where we're going but also recognize kind of like it's not about, uh, you know, robots taking over the earth or artificial intelligence, uh, you know, being the, the end all be all. And I, and I like to say, like, for me, like, I, I really believe that the magic of, you know, the innovation of the future and where we're going is not about more technology, not about less technology, not about unplugging, but rather finding that intersection or really listening for the harmony between technology and humanity. Now, that might sound a little fluffy, but it, it, it's not. Because for me, that is the, the magic that we're kind of looking for. And it's why I'm all in with uh, Web3. It's why I'm all in uh, with NFTs. Because for me, a lot of what NFTs offer, a lot of what this whole equation comes down to is this idea of you know, serendipity and, uh, and finding our people. And, you know, interestingly enough, you know, like my yearbook quote uh, was go big or go home. And then we also had to provide, I, I believe it was because of, um, you know, with our senior superlatives in, in 1999 when I was graduating high school. And they said, like, Brian, what, what's your, like, mission statement? What's the thing that, um, that drives you or motivates you? And at the time, I think I just said the first thing that came off the top of my head. I was like, I love connecting great people with great people to do great things. And over the years, like that to me is like the essence of like my North Star. It hasn't really changed much some that is like I truly do believe that there is just magic in connecting great people. And I believe that's where innovation happens. That's where social good happens. That's where we you know, grow teams. But here's the, here's the truth. The, the disconnect online has really been, you know, this idea of community. And community is nothing new, right? I mean, community has been around since the, the beginning of time. And we can think about it from a standpoint of, you know, tribes and picking your family and, you know, people that are, are migrating to new areas. And, and a lot of what, you know, community, you know, like for me, when I define it, right, for, you know, this is a topic that I've been speaking about, you know, I got, I've got to work with a lot of brands on how do they build their external and internal community, everything from employee advocacy to influencer marketing, to social media, to really even, you know, community empowerment. Right. And, you know, one of the chapters I wrote in uh, my book was, you know, the future of business is community, but I'm here to tell you that building community in 2022 is not easy. There's no easy button. There are unique variables that we've never had to deal with or handle or think about in the past. There's components of community and really 
true connection that we have to factor in because of the global pandemic. We also have to factor in things that have been sold as community over the years that truly isn't community, right? Everything from a Facebook group to an email newsletter to a following that we have on Instagram to people that show up to our live stream, right? And and a lot of times the conversations that I get into are really around this idea of like separating the difference between an audience and a community, the difference between a following and a community. And I've done some episodes on that uh, on the podcast, but I, I wanted to actually kind of shift this narrative for this episode on really what, what are the things that community looks like, feels like, and ultimately what can we learn from our community mistakes of the past that we can implement in this you know, new uh, you know, 2022 and beyond. And here's the truth is that I am someone that gets hired to speak at events on community. Uh, if you asked a lot of people that got to know me over the years, they would say like, Brian is a community guy. Like, that's what Brian is all about. But here's the truth is that like, I got community wrong for much of the last 18 months. I, I kind of, you know, when I, when I think back over the last 18 months, you know, a lot of what my, you know, my mission, my, what I was driving to create, the things that I was focused on um, empowering, they, they didn't change. But what, like how that showed up, how, how I thought about things like, you know, what are our values? What are, what are the things that we care about? And part of that became this idea where I started to get a little bit overwhelmed. I started to be like, you know what? I, I don't want to build just like my community. I want to be a part of others' communities. I want to join communities uh, on different apps and platforms. I want, to, I want to find my people. And by doing so, I, I without question kind of neglected what, what I would be considered like the community that I had been working very hard to build over the last many years. But the, the other thing that I learned, and, like, and this is one of those things that is really hard to accept, and I think for NFT projects, this is essential, is that the community is not about the project. The community is not about the founders. The community is not about the actual even individuals that make up the NFT project or those that hold the NFT. Community is about that shared values and common purpose and a shared desire and passion for outcome. You can't have a community if together you have different goals and different desires and different uh, ideas of how we implement what, you, what these values are, even how you know, fast or how quickly or how slowly we think about things. And I will tell you, when I look at a lot, uh, I was going through today, you know, we're doing a masterclass for, our, um, for all of our holders of the Superfans NFT. And I was going through you know, all of the NFTs that I've uh, bought over the last year, right? And you know, it's somewhere north of 700 NFTs or so total. And I was looking at my notes and a lot of my notes said things like, potential for a strong community or community uh, values seem established, uh, excited to see what this becomes or unique mix of uh, mission, utility, roadmap, will be interesting to see how this community um, you know, kind of fosters and grows. But 
the thing about like powerful communities and, and if we think about even the communities that uh, we belong to offline and, and outside of the digital space, you know, it's about that feeling of belonging. It's about that feeling that your voice matters. It's about really not the people that created or started a community, but it's really about that thing that I said earlier. It's about finding your people. And as a community leader, as an NFT project founder, here's what the, we have to understand, how, what we have to wrap our head around, is that our goal is to facilitate conversations, to create a space where people with like-minded interests or things that they connect with can connect with each other. Like the true power of what we're looking for in community is that we get that feeling when we open the Discord, when we jump on Twitter, that like, these are my people. And if your goal is that you have to empower people and, and drive conversations, yes, you need to have a thread and you need to have community managers and you need to empower those community managers. But here's the truth. If your community managers and those owners of those NFTs and those that you want to join and, and buy your NFTs in the secondary market, if they don't understand your values, if they don't understand the things that are non-negotiable in your life, the things that you care more about than anything, the things that you will go to battle for, then what you're building ultimately is just going to be on unsettled ground. And I believe a lot of NFT projects right now today, like right now as we are speaking, when I was going in like for this masterclass, I'm going into these discords that I belong to for six months and I haven't gone into them in a long while. And man, it is a whole lot of, you know, this is what, you know, we are doing as the founders. There's a whole lot of talking at people, not talking with people. There's a whole lot of people that aren't feeling like their voice or their, you know, contributions are valued. And that, you know, that is also kind of connected to this idea of exclusivity, right? And exclusivity, not, you know, we have to make sure that our communities are inclusive, but we, the exclusivity part of it where there's only 10,000 holders or you have to hold a certain amount of ADHD coin, what the beauty of that is, is it adds a little bit of this kind of, uh, you know, like we're on the inside and it allows people to feel, you know, that initial connection and value. But I will tell you that my mission moving forward, and we're starting it this, you know, upcoming Friday, is that, you know, I really want to open that dialogue. I want to talk with our community, not at our community. I want to empower our community members to be, you know, more voices. I want to, I want to make that, I want to make sure that they understand that they can, they're as much an owner of our podcast community as I am. I want to, uh, I want them to feel as though when, you know, the collective whole is passionate about something that not only are we listening, but we're open to change and we're open to understanding our, our core you know, kind of um, focus. And so I will tell you for if you're when you're evaluating NFT projects and you're going to evaluate community, it's not about the numbers. It's not even really, for the most part, the the types of people that are in there. Right. Maybe maybe a little bit to do with the people's uh, activity or potential activity. But I actually believe like one of those like secret weapons when you're trying to research, discover, understand is 
how committed are these communities to putting their values out there, having strong opinions, but having them loosely held? How, can, how much do this community value that the fact that, that each person that's inside is, is an owner and that they want to feel a part of something, right? And part of that is when we're looking at a community, we need to ask ourselves, what aspect of collaboration can live within this discord, within these holders? And if we struggle to find how collaboration will be facilitated or delivered, that's a red flag, if we struggle to find what is the mission, what is the core values, what are the goals, what's the origin story, what are the things that the mass majority of this community believe and understand, if we can't figure them out, that's a red flag. And then last but not least, if we don't understand, if we don't see that community managers, social media managers, Discord moderators are empowered to take ownership, to feel like they can shape and drive success. They can, they can take on and answer questions. They, they feel as though that not only does their voice matter, but their voice is, is, is one that is, is in a leadership capacity. And so I will tell you, for me, the funny thing about this is it, it is that core mission of our podcast. We are greater than me. But before you can be part of a greater we, before you can be part of a great community, you first have to be the best me that you can be, which requires self-awareness, which requires people being able to kind of like check your ego at the door. But when I, when I think about NFT projects and how we move them forward, I wonder how collaborative and how open the future of NFT projects will become the more we reimagine what this community looks like. Like right now, the art that we receive as an NFT is generative art, right? Randomly generated via a computer or code or via just the artist. But how many projects are empowering the community members to help shape the art that they represent? How many NFT projects are going out of their way to not just do what everyone else does and deliver different aspects of the art of the utility. How many projects are finding ways to connect and communicate with those that aren't on discord that aren't active on Twitter? Hey, it's a, it's a, it's an issue for us. We have a, we have a Facebook group for this podcast. If you just search NFT 365 inside of uh, Facebook, it'll say uh, the pop-up group there. You can jump over there and join that, but that's not the answer either. And we have an email newsletter. Hopefully that many of you have signed up over on the website so you get the, the weekly newsletter. But we're going to be delivering and activating some more communication uh, messages, some that are one-to-many and then some that are, are facilitating a, a many-to-many relationship. The last thing I want to share from a standpoint of community and NFT projects is NFT projects really need to hone in on the role of content, the role of collaboration, and truly the role of that transparent access that they give their audience. I really believe that transparency and over-communication 
are the, the two most valuable aspects of community in 2022. If an NFT project is overly communicating and giving you all the updates and keeping you right up to date, while also being transparent in what they're doing successfully or not successfully, being transparent in the things that they care about, the things that they're working on. And it, it doesn't mean airing your dirty laundry. It doesn't mean that you're telling everyone everything. But it means that you're allowing people inside on a regular basis to determine on a regular basis how trustworthy you are as a leader. And I will say that transparency also comes through on our ability to not have to be front and center, our ability to not be, have to be the one that is involved in everything. And we also have to be willing and open to evolving as people. I truly believe in, in human and mankind and womankind and those that identify as non-binary. I believe we must be empathetic. There's a keynote talk that I gave for couple years called digital empathy and what I focused digital empathy on was our ability to not just walk in someone else's shoes but when we put on someone else's shoes understand where those shoes have been and what those shoes have gone through to get to where they are right now I believe part of this beauty of finding our people is that we can lean into our vulnerabilities. We can start to open up and share. Anyone that's been on Twitter spaces or Clubhouse or social audio, you will know that there is a feeling of vulnerability and connection that's deeper than anything we've ever felt on social media. And I believe part of that is because the audio format is very intimate, right? For all of you that are listening right now, just via audio, you're, you are painting the picture of what I'm doing, right? You have no idea. Maybe you've even seen a couple of videos. You have no idea what my environment is, what I'm wearing, the things that I'm sharing. But when I tell a story or I'm explaining what I'm doing, you as the listener get to paint the picture based on your experience. When you watch a video, me as the creator determines what you're looking at, what you're thinking about. I mean, I took my microphone off of my podcast stand and I have it in my hand uh, for this episode because I wanted to walk around and I wanted to, I was just kind of feeling it today. And I felt it would be a little bit of a change. But for you as listeners, like you didn't know that. You don't, that, the beauty of this is that that intimacy is truly powerful. It's magical. It, it allows us uh, to really connect at a much deeper level. And it also comes down to trust. You trusting the fact that I won't give in. I won't sell my soul. I won't take offers or lose the, the transparency that I have with you know, each and every one of you. And I'll just say this, for anyone that's launching an NFT project, be strategic, be methodical, but also be willing to start building, empowering, growing your community today. But more so than anything else, be active and open in other communities that you're a part of. There's something really cool about the fact that if we buy into a new NFT project and we, walk, we are welcomed into that group, we have the opportunity to connect with 10,000 other owners that are connected to us via this JPEG. And I think that is such a beautiful entry point for community. But it's also a different entry point than we've ever had before. 
And so as we look at the future of business, the future of community, the future of NFTs, I'm going to tell you this. I believe the communities that are facilitating collaboration, that are empowering community members to have roles in the, in the discord, the, the communities that are opening up new lines of communication so that people don't have to be in discord or on Twitter to still be you know, in the know with the project and part of that community. The projects that are understanding that, yes, whales are important and, yes, we're going to have flippers and those that are in it for the short term. But if you're focused more on the greater good, the mission, the values, the, the passion and the purpose that is shared amongst all of your members, then that stuff won't bother us. That stuff's part of the game. That stuff's part of where we are all going. And my friends, I've never, ever been more bullish than I am right now on the fact that I do believe that we are all in the same business. We are all in the business of trust. How do we build trust? How do we maintain trust? How do we scale trust? And that scaling trust one is by far the hardest one. But the answer to that is actually community, which is why I believe community is the future of business. And I believe that what we are building here with this podcast, what we are building with the Mint 365 project, what we are building around the different aspects within our Discord, within our Twitter communities, within our Facebook, those that listen to the podcast, those that, that read our blog post, that sign up for our email newsletter, I believe we are making the world a better place. And I believe ultimately we are tapping into, well, my mission and my kind of goal when I was asked as a senior in high school. My goal and mission has been pretty simple. Connect great people with great people to do great shit. And I believe so many of you that are listening to this right now are great people. I think there's others that are on that that kind of borderline where you're trying to decide, are you looking for a shortcut or are you looking to be great? And I, and I hope you find that kind of thread to, to pull yourself into being great. But more so than anything else, I think the beauty and the byproduct of this is that maybe you listen to one episode, maybe you listen to every episode, but my, the thing that I am excited about is our community can be the jumping off point for you to find a project that changes your life. The education that allows you to enter and, and share your purpose and your passion with the world in a way that you never knew was possible. The idea that you listen here and be inspired and you create your own creator coin or your own NFT and you start to build a business that allows you to connect with people in ways that you felt that you wanted to be connected with when you were going through things. And lastly, you know, if I had to look at like for me, like the, if I had to say I, I reach for the stars and I, and I look at life and, and what, what I was put on this earth to do or, or, or my role like I do believe it's the, the idea of how do we mitigate, how do we eliminate, how do we change the loneliness epidemic that is, is you know, greater than it's ever been before. And I believe the way that we mitigate that is that we allow people to recognize that they are not alone. We help people find their people. We help people be empowered. We help people understand that their voice matters and their role in this world matters. And lastly, and maybe most importantly, 
is that we are all fueled and connected and have a superpower. We all have a superpower that makes us unique. And if you want to stand out from the noise, if you want to make an impact, you want to find your people, if you want to be a a vital member of a community, you have to be the one thing that nobody else can be. You have to connect, own that one thing that no one else can copy, no one else can emulate, no one else can steal from your paperwork, no one else can right-click and save. And that is your unique self. I believe we all have our own individual superpowers and we are all beautifully unique. The thing that we just have to do now is step into that greatness and be open to the possibility and the different ways that we can find our people. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. This show is not financial advice, so do your own.